0: Black Swarm Podcast,
1: baby.
2: We're raw. And welcome to the week one edition of the 2021 Black Swarm Podcast. I'm Rob Antonell. Okay. Here with Matt matigley and Jim McTigley. Hey, hey. How you guys doing?
0: Good. How are you? solid man that was
2: a great intro awesome pretty good planned that it was
0: planned sounds like you're excited to be here bud
2: so excited uh this is take two for the week one podcast uh, due to some technical difficulties that we're going to blame on jim and his new computer his new setup our first recording which had hank in it um didn't save correctly or uh, whatever it doesn't work so this is take two we got matt with us this time um got a lot to talk about uh, I'm going to kind of loosely just kind of go with the flow off of what happened last time. Um, good. We're just going to roll with it, but we hit a tough spot. I'm going to try to revert back to what we had on the last podcast because it went all right. So uh, what do you guys got going on? Massillon football, huh? You ready for it?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Friday we should have a good tailgate. I hear you're going to smoke some uh, turkey legs. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, turkey legs. Uh, Rob's doing some pulled pork. Are you bringing
0: um, out the the big smoker?
1: Yeah. I think we're supposed to set that up with you uh, picking it up at some point.
2: Yeah, so uh, have a pretty nice tailgate going. Uh, we'll get into the tailgate a little bit later on as well, but it's going to be a good one. You know, fans are back in the stands. You're allowed to tailgate again. It's a big game for are, week are, one. <laughs> are we than a bottom. lot
0: like there's a confirmation there's a lot to be tailgating? At no yeah. point has
2: anybody said no.
1: I bought the tailgate pass. So, They're uh, selling
2: passes, and they've never said not to. Look. So, yeah. They
1: sell the RV passes, and they say we're not allowed tailgating.
2: Yeah, I understand. I mean. Ooh. So, haven't seen anything about restrictions whatsoever at nope. the game. So, I think they're just kind of leaving it to, you know. Responsibility. It's on your own, you know. <laughs> so, be responsible, be safe, but we're not going to set up any rules. There's nothing mandated. So, I think it's kind of a, you know.
1: I mean, what? and they also they also, like, paved it or whatever.
2: They added more gravel, and they added a bunch of gravel up so. in the north lot. Obviously, I think expecting... they do that every
0: year, but I'm not. No,
2: I haven't oh, done it for a might. while. Jim's up there a lot, watching, seeing if anything going to been over at Weaver's house and no, <laughs> hanging
0: out. You and Weaver just sit at the porch and Nope. watch the gravel. They watch the gravel, they're thinking to themselves. I'm going to plant a new flag <laughs> out <over> here. <laughs> All
2: right, so let's get into it. Um, so with the last one that we did, we kind of quickly, not really recapped last year, but you know, just thoughts about last year, the entire entirety of the season start to finish um what you feelings you had at the time feelings you have now uh what what do you think about last season in general matt
0: i got a few things i mean uh you know i was one of the fortunate ones to be able to sneak my way i guess i shouldn't say sneak you that had a, you had a ticket, i had tickets but I, you know i went to a lot of the games um there were some fun games mm-hmm. um there were some frustrating games uh you know I'm still not over that Saint Ed's game. We were the better team, all around. I just think we let that one get out of our slip out of our fingers. But that's neither here nor there now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of receiver talent last year. A lot of talent graduated, went to college. You know, you're gonna look back at some of those guys and and think, wow, all those all those kids were on the same team at one time at receiver. Because I think Jaden's gonna be amazing. Wilson Lamp's gonna be good. Um. So it's going to go down as one of the the best receiver classes in Massillon history. So, uh, yeah, there are a lot of positives. Beat McKinley again. What is that? Six years in a row now. Uh, seem to have them where we want them. I guess you can say. But uh, it was kind of weird the McKinley game. Not many fans in the stands. But and you know that was the first McKinley game I've ever been to that did not feel like a McKinley game whatsoever. Yeah. The whole the whole game did not feel like a mckinley game not at all uh so that was weird i don't know what it felt like
2: i maybe it's like a scrimmage almost it seemed like just a saturday morning afternoon game like not a mckinley one it was like if there was a rain out and you had to play yeah pitch that's on a saturday
0: that might be the closest thing like you know friday night you know you get through the first quarter all of a sudden there's lightning and then you got a Wait till the next day. That's a good example because there's been a few times where that's happened. That's similar mm-hmm. to what it was like.
1: Did we even tailgate? Like, Yeah. Have we set up a tailgate for that
2: oh, by then? Didn't Did we go down? Out? We went down to well, Paradigm Shift, a... right?
0: And then we came through here.
2: Oh, yeah. We were, we were bouncing shift, around. Paradigm Shift, great beer. Um, yeah, we were a few places that day. But no, just set up tailgate. Okay, that's why I don't remember it. Yeah.
0: We didn't have the tailgate spot. That's another thing. So we couldn't tailgate really in the mm-hmm. – in the playoffs at all, um, fortunately, we were able to find a spot for the Justice state Championship game, no, or did too, we do I two? there was a couple of them. I think
1: it was the first playoff game well, Hoover. and then the last
0: playoff mm-hmm. game. Oh, was Hoover last year?
1: Yeah. The first game was Confirming Hoover, that. right? I don't know. Yeah, it was Hoover, Perry, LaSalle.
0: There's another team. No, because we had a bye week. Bye week, Hoover. Yeah. LaSalle?
1: Perry. No, Perry. Perry, Perry. Sal.
0: LaSalle. Hoover. Hoover. Yeah. So, yeah, we were able to tailgate, I guess, for Hoover. It was Hoover. For it
1: was, yeah. Yeah, it was Hoover, and then we paid. Are, you, are we sure it was Hoover? Yes, because we, we stomped them.
2: Yeah.
0: At our place. I mean, they had the quarterback, Hoover. and their yeah, coordinator
2: was. They played, well, they had some nice plays on us. Yeah.
0: Yeah, at the end. No, they just had some nice plays.
2: <laughs> some nice plays, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were obviously the better team. I remember, yeah, because the Hoover fans weren't too happy about it because a couple calls, I don't want to say went our way, but from their perspective, it looked like it did, so.
0: Yeah, t- the timing and. Yeah, it just
2: didn't look good from their half, but it was definitely not bad calls. But, uh, yeah, so like we talked about the last time that nobody's ever going to hear, you know, there's a lot of positives from last year obviously made to the state championship there's there's gonna be positives there um we kind of got beat in our on our home turf we did but uh see that that's the one thing that we we're trying to get into the other day when we were doing this it's it's expectations managing expectations where are we where were we where are we gonna be where are we going to be you know is going to the state championship game only losing you know one regular season game two st eds with an injury, I mean, is that really like a negative season? Is it? Are you disappointed about it looking back? Yes, only because I feel that that
0: team had a lot of talent. Um, there were some injuries on the line that, that did affect the potential of that team early on and even later on. Uh, there were more. So I think the line, you know, the line play uh, with the injuries kind of hurt us a little bit maybe but i mean you can't be too mad like i said we beat mckinley
2: beat mckinley beat hoover Ooh, perry benedictine, benedictine that was a fun game benedictine was a good game we beat ignatius benedictine second time only yeah, benedictine that oh yeah that was tough <laughs> and then the one guy up in the press box forgot, that was fun forgot about that yeah uh yeah but i mean there was a lot of good points last year like we you know we were trying to get over in that ed's game we all thought we were the better team we thought we had a good grass bomb there in the first half Injury happened to the quarterback, which don't know if it ever really went public or not, but it was pretty obvious where he didn't play the next week, and uh so you had that happen. You had some injuries along the line happen, which going into the year we thought the line was going to be a really strong suit for us. Yeah, they, Coach. They I believe Coach didn't...
0: Moore said it was the deepest offensive line he had had since he's been here. He's been here since how long now? 2015. 15. So yeah, 2015 to 2021. This is his sixth year, is That correct? My math.
2: I mean might be his seventh now seven sounds right 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 i don't know okay we're in the we're in well you said it was a deep line and you know it was I,
0: i'm not disappointed but you know you want to win the ring that's
2: yeah i think going into the year you know we had the deep line and obviously it showed we are still able to make it to the state championship game while losing a key member on the, on the line for the whole year uh had another guy get hurt where we had to kind of move his position around and he had to play injured the rest of the year and it seemed like for a while there we were moving guys around trying to get to see what fit was going to work best for us trying to see who was going to work the best next to each other and you got to remember all five together
0: we didn't even start the season with will trail at running back yeah um you know we had that whole situation with kyrie young Mm -hmm. uh, who's now unfortunately uh passed on i guess um but we had that situation. Then we had what Ray Quan, yeah, and then there was another one. I think it was Beasley stepped Beasley. in, and then we had your boy Liebler have a heck of a game versus McKinley, both sides of the ball, I believe. Yeah, and then Will Trail comes on in the playoffs, and that was a positive thing uh, because he really emerged as the the next guy up. So that was a positive.
2: Yeah. So talking about Will Trill, you know, he didn't really start the year as one of our leading backs. Eventually, grew into that role. A uh, young guy, young player. Took him a little while to get maybe used to the system, used to the plays, making sure he's always in the right spot, doing the right thing. But eventually, you know, he, he caught on. There's a few injuries in front of him that allowed him to step up, and you know, you give him the ball, and there was no looking back. And looking forward to him this year and next year, even. Nice little line um, there.
0: Looking back, looking, looking back, forward, looking forward. That was nice.
2: I wish it was intentional. So. That's going to be one of the key players this year that I think we're really going to rely on. You know, give him the ball, run it away. Uh, so just give him the
0: ball. Just give him the ball. Yeah, you got to give him the ball. I mean, uh, you just—he's going to make the cuts if he—if he's got a lane, he's going to. If he's got a hole, he's going to make at least one cut or you know break a tackle here or there. So.
2: Yeah, he was really able to put up some great numbers in a shortened season, specifically a season he didn't start the beginning of the year as our, as our lead back. So, exciting to Short see the future season. for him.
0: It seems like he's been working out you know, with the team and even uh, yeah. not with the team. He seems like he's doing some extra work as well based on his social media activity. So, that's good to see. You like to see a guy working hard. Uh, I'm not saying the others aren't working hard. It's just his has been,
2: uh, let's say. Public. It's pretty well documented that he works out hard a lot you know he seems like he's always doing some drills workouts on the side on top of also working out the team of course uh before we kind of roll into this season this week specifically is there anything else from last year that we really want to touch on i mean there's things
0: that have happened in the
2: off season i don't know if that's something yeah, sure. to bring it up
0: uh, we got the whole situation with mckinley and uh you know they've got a new coach now and uh, you have the situation that made it made national news. It was yeah. in the Washington Post, and uh, you know other news outlets uh, as big as the Washington Post. And I don't like the Washington Post, but you know that says something when a team from Stark County, you know your rival, is on the national news for a situation that sounds like, at, in its most favorable light, a bad hazing incident. And it, and if you look at it. You know, in a negative way, it could be something even worse. And I don't know if that's, you know, just something to do with. It says a lot about how that program was being ran, run, ran. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's definitely not a good look, and I'm glad we're not in their shoes. Let's say that.
2: Yeah, pretty tough scene over there. You know, if they weren't already having issues leading up to this, uh, I mean, that was definitely the final nail in the coffin. For them to finally get to a full rebuild, I think they were kind of leaning that way anyway. Uh, There's a That's lot one of, way to say a yeah. lot of rumors swirling around for quite some time about the future of their program, future of their schools. But, yeah, like,
0: specifically, I mean, we were—I don't even know what week that was, week in November because of the shortened season. We were at a local um, establishment, shall we say, and we were told at that time, before any of this news had come out. We were told that uh, Antonio Hall was going to be the next coach at McKinley. Uh, and this was pretty good sources, I would say.
2: Um, yeah, that was kind of swirling around for a while that they were trying to get that way. It seemed like they wanted to do things the way Maslin was doing it. They wanted their head coach to also be the AD. Opens up an extra spot for them to get another teacher coach or something like that on the, on the payroll. He's a McKinley guy, too. But he isn't is a like- McKinley guy, you know, huge name for them. Seems like he's well-respected. Uh, but at the same time, it seemed like that's kind of the way they were going already. But during the current football season last year, we, we did hear that he was probably going to be the coach this year. It just wasn't official yet. And of course, it, not until you know this whole issue came out that they finally did fire the coach and almost the entire coaching staff, actually. But um, they're in a rough spot right now. Uh, it's going to be a full rebuild for them. Luckily, they have the kids for it. They have their tradition for it that they should be able to bounce back pretty quick. So, Oh, I
1: hear, I hear Leisure is a, the assistant OC or something like that. Heard that.
2: Um, I'm not entirely sure what they have going on over there. I know they have Tony Hall as a head coach. Um, I think Coach B is still there, correct?
1: I think so. He was one of the ones that was given, or whatever you want to call it.
2: And the leisure wasn't a part of it either. But uh, there's that uh,
0: one kid I saw. There's a kid on OT, you know, that new OTA program. That's something we could talk about that mm-hmm. happened in the off season. Yeah. But there's a there's a notable McKinley name. I can't remember it. Grimsley, Grimley.
2: Mm. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking something about. Like, I I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Whoever this
0: guy is, big McKinley fan because I think he's actually gotten into it with on people on Twitter before. Yeah. But he's now at Maslin the kid is
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i for I'm, the for the uh, and he was a coach at mckinley that's the only reason i brought that
2: up so part of the football team that we have the youth program in Massillon. it's not only for Massillon kids um it's a travel football team for youth the whole concept is to give them better coaching better training discipline life skills and it's not only for Massillon kids so there are some like that that will be coming in for that it doesn't mean they're at masson it doesn't mean they're playing for masson in the future but part of the travel team um, i don't know that's it's, it's nice that's why it's not considered they're not they're not called the masson tiger youth program it's the what ohio tiger tiger, tiger academy. academy ohio tiger academy so it's a pipeline it's to play based, in Massillon. it's based here but it's not specifically a Maslin program but uh, either way it's nice to see kids getting a well-organized program to for work the first time in a long to time to work their way up the ranks to go through the whole process here at Maslin and uh it should pay dividends here in the future for us
0: i would think i would think that i mean you know you look around and i've said this for years publicly and, and privately that you know, the Federal League schools by, by far had better youth programs than Maslin. Perry had a better youth program than Maslin. Jackson had a better youth program than Maslin. North Canton. Canton McKinley even had a better youth program than Maslin, in my opinion. And I'm not saying I know what I'm talking about because, let's be honest, I don't. But from my perspective and from what I saw, it's it was it was – there was no question that we were behind when it comes to youth football. And that's, to me, unacceptable. I mean, it felt like we were – Relying on that talent, uh, once we got to the varsity level, uh, you know, just relying on that talent—that hey, you know, we're gonna have some good kids, and we're gonna get some kids that are gonna come in that are also good. Uh, so I think if you can, if you can, at least you know, teach them the game at that age, or get them interested in the game at that age, you're gonna you're gonna benefit from that one way or the other. Either a, you know, those kids are staying out of trouble and they're not, you know, sitting at home eating McDonald's, or b, it ends up helping masson win a state championship. So,
2: Yeah, I think since Coach Moore's gotten here, we've slowly been working our way down the ranks. You know, the middle school has a dedicated weight room, weight program now, which is awesome. That's something really that nice. we never had when we were there. And they keep adding on to it as well. So they're adding on, adding on to that. Now they got this youth program going, which, like you said, it's going to benefit kids. In a sport where um, participation goes down every single year across the country, as well as you know, Massillon's population hasn't been going, going up the last couple of decades. Yeah, I right? know so it's it's it, not it's like we're getting something to keep the kids interested at a young age. Trying to get them to work up the pipeline, get them coachable at a younger age, so they're not walking in as eighth graders and quit the second week, the first time they get yelled at. So yeah, I build think, them. I think it's gonna be. Uh, very, very beneficial for us.
0: Yeah, like you said, and I think that's a good thing to note because I mean, it gets talked about, but it—you know—this isn't the '70s, '60s, and the '50s when we got Republic Steel in here. It's mm-hmm. the the jobs aren't exactly in this area necessarily. You get people commuting f- for a lot of their jobs, so it's not like the population of Massillon's going to get any bigger. You know, when when you have the mayor doing a ribbon cutting ceremony for an Aldi grocery store, I, I think that. Uh, kind of indicates the situation that you're in as a community as far as economy and population mm-hmm. growth.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it is nice seeing some new businesses popping up in Maslin. Oh, well, um, for sure. But it's Small def- businesses. But it's not like our population is getting much bigger. I no. Mean, and I it- remember, I think the Alumni Association put out a post going over the uh, class sizes for Maslin over the last... You know, it might have went back like 100 years. But they broke it down, and the last time that Maslin had a graduating class of 300 kids was like 2004. Yeah. Whereas, if you look at any other Stark County school, not all of them, but if you look at some of the more notable Stark County schools that we would call rivals, it's much bigger than that. Perry, I'm not too sure if they're much, probably similar, but Jackson's going to be double, triple S, Glen Oaks double, triple S, McKinley's way higher than us. So... Our largest class ever was in 1979. It was over 500, and now we're down around 240, 250.
0: And that kind of goes into you know people that say, oh, we should be Division One or you know we should be at that next level, but the population just isn't there. And I think part of that is you know we have a situation of brain drain, Uh, and and that means uh, you know people graduate from Mm Massillon, and if they're smart, they go off to college. Or if if they're not smart, you know, they go out and they get a job probably somewhere else. Or if they go off to college, they go to a different state and get a job. So all these people that are graduating, that are, you know, driven and out there doing things, uh, they get out of college and they just look around and they go to, you know, Austin, Texas, or they go to the the areas of population growth. So you have that factored into it. And with, uh, you know, I guess people working from home, they can work from anywhere, but... You know, lately, I will say, people, they graduate from and they go off to college, and they go somewhere else. So that all factors into the population as well, but uh, we can get a little bit refocused on football here if you want. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's, I, I think it's an important topic just to kind of remind people that want to look back at the 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, early 2000s. It, it's just we don't have that many kids anymore. We don't have that many families in the community anymore where the rest of the world is getting bigger we are getting smaller and, and i'm uh,
0: sure people in the audience they see it they i mean they, it, they they know their know
2: kids it, but they don't they don't want to acknowledge don't that, it yeah, they exactly. don't want to acknowledge it they think we should still be the largest school in the area we should be dominant over jackson in every single sport not knowing they have three times the kids as us
0: and and this is nothing against the coach Moore or, you know, Superintendent Salvino or anything like that. It's they're great. The system, Coach Moore has done a great job with the youth program, going yeah. back to that. And, you know, Coach Salvino is doing the best job, I think, as superintendent's done in a while for the Masson City Schools. So I'm just saying. I
2: think the schools are in a good spot.
0: They're in a great oh, yeah. spot. And it's a,
2: just. I'm not even saying the city's not in a good spot. I think it's just well, the way know, things work. Is. You know, like you said, everybody's moving out, but. It's not solely a Massillon thing, but no, there are some. Rust Belt. There are some areas around Massillon that aren't taking the hit quite as big. You know, Jackson has continued to grow.
0: Well, Jackson's a great school system. Jackson's a great sports system. Mm. I, there's a ton of reasons to send your kid to Jackson.
2: Don't disagree with you, and that's uh, partially what has been happening in Massillon over the years, as well as some other areas. But uh, that's all season, right there. Uh, i don't know I did, what else uh, what else we got is there more in the jim's got some notes for us any more off-season things uh, if you want to go over crable but...
0: oh yeah oh cody's here we have another member of the podcast joining us i wish he would have told us that he was coming uh, he said can you let your boy in i'll go get him and then we can go back
2: to the crable right, so while we do that we'll go ahead and go let cody in jim go ahead and send us to a break Hey Tiger fans, I bet if you're anything like my partner Hank, you probably need to go see an eye doctor. Yes sir. And if you do, we have the place for you. The Doring Vision Center is a primary care optometry clinic located in downtown Maslin. They have a wide variety of eyeglass frames, everything from budget packages to designer brands. And if you're like me and prefer contacts over glasses because glasses are a hassle, they have uh, the technology to fit all types of lenses. They treat most conditions? and they also take emergency visits as well. At the Doring Vision Center, most insurances are accepted and you even have a good chance of getting a same day appointment. So come on down to see former Maslin Tiger Dr. Ben Doring at 35 Erie Street North,
1: Suite 110, Maslin 44646.
2: And that's right next to the Owl Bar for those of you who know the local watering holes.
1: Or you can check them out on Facebook at the Doring Vision Center. That's D O E R I N G Vision Center. Or give them a call at 330
2: 880 0035. Doring Vision Center, proud supporter of all things Maslin. And we're back, now joined with our friend Cody DeVault, who decided to show up. How, we How doing, are you gentlemen? doing, gentlemen? How are we doing tonight? Oh, Pretty good? good. Pretty good so far. I think uh, I think this podcast is recording and it's going to make it up. We'll find out. So we'll be, uh, we'll be good probably. Well, to so, it,
1: it went up. Yes. So. Thanks, yes. Jim.
2: Thank you for that. Uh, so far, we've touched on last season, You know, thoughts at the time, thoughts now, looking back at it, what you thought then, what you thought now. Uh, just general impressions last season as well. If it's the off season and your thoughts about going into the season in general, we really haven't touched on any games specifically yet. And we haven't really gone into players. The, yeah,
1: the seat C- are the
2: new season. haven't really got into the new season. So it kind of last year and off season so far.
1: Uh, last season, obviously, you know, wealth of talent all over both sides of the football. We got all the way to the state championship game again. It's hard to say that you can be disappointed with getting to another state title. Again, we've been on this run now. What has it been, four years? Or yeah. 3 state titles in a row. Um, obviously, it's always, you know, disappointing not to see it end up the way we want it to. But I think we had a hell of a year last year. Um, you know, coming into this year, I know you guys haven't touched on it yet, so we might as well start. hmm uh, A lot of new guys, both sides of the ball. We have experience in key positions. You know, we got Brawley coming back in the safety as well as coming back to some receiver. we got some offensive, defensive linemen coming back. Yeah. New quarterback, obviously, was will trail in the backfield, won't run the football. Um, I really think it's going to be interesting to see how we can blend some of the experience with some of the guys as well as some of the, the, the I guess, the inexperience with some of the new guys. See how that blends together. See how the coaches get them co- coached up and see how the
2: season gets off to a good foot. Yeah, so the one thing that I think went over really well on our podcast that didn't record a couple of days ago is what exactly you're talking about right now. We have some experience but not very much coming back. Uh, A couple names that the average fan might know, might remember, some that you're not. So at the golf outing a couple days ago, Coach Moore did his little speech before we started, and he said that we had four returning starters. I
1: thought it was six.
2: Well, it was four two days ago when we talked about it. Uh, You're probably right then. Okay. Fish gets bigger. (laughs) Fish gets bigger. I mean, it might be six, but you didn't correct me when I said that the other day. I did. I was the one that said it. No, you said 16 Letterman. Oh, okay, maybe. Okay, we so we've, we kind of figured that the four returning starters, depending on how you look at it, Austin Brawley at safety, mm-hmm. um, also played some receiver, thinking he might have to step up and play some receiver more often for us this year. A little both sides of the ball action. You got Will Trell in the backfield, and then you got uh, Nash and Tyrick Lee on the offensive mm-hmm. line and i think that's probably like our four returning starters but on top of that we do have some other kids that have some experience coming back but uh yeah there's going to be a lot of new faces out there a lot of new names and uh i think it's going to be interesting to see how everybody bonds together right away at the beginning of the season
0: you got to get new names to have old names so it's Absolutely. not like
2: it's <laughs> not saying it's a bad thing
0: it's just it's, it's going to it's bound to
2: happen every mm-hmm. once in a while so yeah so uh, kind of looking at it, I think, once again, our offensive line could be a strong point of the team. I think we got some big-time players, and we do have some experience with Nash and Todrick Lee coming back. Is Tadric
1: uh, playing? Who's the one that's hurt, Jones? I, I don't know. We don't discuss injuries here.
0: I was just asking a question.
2: I don't know.
0: And I don't know either.
2: Evidently, I'm I'm being completely honest. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm just, you know, the one thing going into this season compared to maybe some other seasons is that we're not as well versed with who's playing where, who the starters are going to be, what it's looking like across the board. We're kind of going into it a little bit more blind than we have in the past. A little. Well,
0: that's. I mean, the the coaches are rotating a ton of players in the scrimmages, so it's Mm -hmm. not even like. If we watch the scrimmages, we wouldn't be able to tell you the names because they're rotating that much that you don't know who the guys, yeah. the starters are going to be. Or the guys getting the most playing time. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think mean, it's we partially could, uh, your fault for not paying attention
2: and Hank kind of checking out on us. No, absolutely. I mean, we talked pretty in depth about that the other day about how the season's kind of snuck up on us, whereas. To me, I still think it's the middle of June right now. Well, yeah, I know. I'm, it's kind of weird. <laughs> and my but... and my message to Hank is on this, you know,
0: oh, strap on your helmet, you know, bite down on that mouthpiece and get ready to go,
1: baby. It's football season, so you can't sneak up on you much longer. So strap it on. But... <laughs> well, we only got a couple more days here. <laughs> yeah, so... We are less than 48 hours from kickoff. No, we are exactly 48 hours from kickoff. It's wow. 730 on Wednesday here. On the
2: dot. Oh, boy. So, you know, it's coming up. Now that, kind of bit, now that we've been talking about it a little Now that we've been talking about a little bit more, obviously I'm a little bit more excited about it. Um, we still got some stuff to talk about from the past, man. Yeah. Crabble. Yeah. Let's let's just uh, let's get right we'll into, into the break into
0: the situation. while we're it, talking
2: about the personnel. Go yeah, ahead. Start off with the one that's not going to be there.
0: Yeah, the, the one that's not going to be here's uh, you know, Sean Crabble's son. You might have saw him last year a little bit. I think it's Javion, J. Crable. Is that how you pronounce it? J? Yes. J. Crable. Javion, I don't know his name. Uh, But it appears, well, I'm not even going to say appears. It's my understanding that he is now at Hoban. Now, I've heard rumors, you know, someone in the room with us right now is adamant he's at Wadsworth. Um, some people in this room have no idea where he went or the, any of the situation.
1: You, but you don't put on a jersey of another school if you don't intend to probably go there this year.
0: Well, I, he he's somewhere not not at mass, mass, mass. Not but, correct. But it's it's a little bit of a. Everything, I don't think it's allegedly in question. Everything, but it's points. allegedly
2: in question. Okay. He is absolutely. He was at Hopin, hundred percent. Whether he's still there, we will know in 48 hours. <laughs> but there's no question that he's been there for the, most of the summer. They play tomorrow. We'll find out. Thursday when, at 7 o'clock. Oh, we we'll 24 out. hours. Who do they play? 23 hours. That'll though. probably be a better
1: game than the Perry uh, Central,
2: Catholic Central Catholic game. game?
1: Uh, Over that's under on a uh, uh, oh, that's a fun passes. one, yeah. I got a uh, – well, yeah, never mind. Keep going. you to tell us the
0: spreads for it? Um, but, yeah, Jay Crable's not here anymore, and he was the backup last year. Um I believe he was the starter his freshman year. No, he was injured his freshman year. He was the yeah. starter of his class, his eighth grade year. Um, so he is no longer with the team, and uh, there's some speculation on why he's not here. And I, I'm not really sure what the, what the real story is, but uh, you know, I've heard he he didn't want to leave, and I think that should be noted that from um, from most accounts. He did want to be here, and for whatever reason, he is not. So take take what
2: take that for what you will, but uh, it's all you know just hearsay and rumors, speculation. Yeah, you know, I've heard that. heard heard plenty of things. Uh, for what it's worth, his younger brother is still here. I think he's a Split Fresh. Think he's a freshman. freshman. Yep. Yeah. Um, we'll so get the, into
0: the, the freshman class later too.
2: The, the younger brothers at Masson. But, uh, yeah, so that's one of the names you might have recognized or you at least recognize the family name, uh, and he's not here this year.
0: And, you know, it might not be as notable if it wasn't, you know, the guy that was, by most accounts, supposed to be the, the starting quarterback at Massillon this year. And then you add into the fact that his dad is Sean Crable, and that's not, that's not a nobody. That's not like you know, some random kid that happened to sit the bench at Maslin's kid. It's Sean Crable. you know, growing up, that's top five player that I ever watched playing in high school football, not just a Maslin. I'm talking high school football. He's top five. So um, when you get a guy like that, that leaves the program, you know, whether the coaches want to admit it or not, I I think that, uh, you know, can, can hurt the program. I mean, there is the argument that there's addition by subtraction, but, you know, on paper, on its face, you know the team that beat you in the state championship now has the kid that was supposed to be your starting quarterback. So you know we can sit here and say he's not good, he couldn't throw, but at the end of the day, his last name's Crable and he's he's got on a Hoban uniform. So I, I think it would hurt us whether it was going to be at the quarterback position or or elsewhere. That kid's already got a Division One offer for for football. He's an athlete on the basketball on the basketball court. Um, and he's an athlete in general. So I, it is what it is. He's not on the team anymore, but I, I do think it it warrants being addressed. And uh, you know we're not coaches and we're not in the program. We're just people that watch. Uh, so we can say this kind of shit. Um, but that's my that's my feelings on it. I mean i'm not I'm not saying I'm he left or I'm happy left. That's his right as an individual. I mean, this isn't a free country. You know, if somebody wants to send their child to a private education, they have that right. So,
2: yeah, absolutely. Um, let's. Uh, Look, mm-hmm. no, I'm just
1: gonna say, let's focus on the kids who are here now. I mean, that's what I'm worried yeah. about. Right? Talking yeah, about close. that, we got some scores for the eighth and seventh grade team. Yeah, okay, go ahead, Jim. Northwest uh, eighth the seventh grade played yesterday, mm-hmm. beat Northwest thirty-four to eighteen. Okay, and we just saw uh, a little bit ago, the eighth grade played Northwest today and beat them thirty to zippo. Out
2: boys, poise. So, nice. So it's always nice to see. Uh, good start to the year. Yeah, Tigers two and zero to start the year. Right there, two more games, three more games to win this week.
1: Freshman, freshman, JV, play, JV and, and varsity.
2: Uh, yeah. So yeah. there it is, the high school teams.
0: Uh, Talk about the scrimmages.
2: Yeah. So. Like I said earlier, I haven't been paying attention too much. Haven't watched the films. I've been reading the reviews, like the from Chris Heschling. So that's another thing we mentioned the other day. Well, I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw the Indies article about the St. X recap, and I'm like, "All right, let's let's read this." It's
1: behind a paywall.
2: I click on it, start reading the first two sentences, and then it pops up and won't let me read anymore unless I subscribe to it. Which I'm just not gonna do.
1: <laughs> Airplane mode, man. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not, not entirely notes. sure
2: if I can believe what's written in it anyway. So I'm like, screw this, I back out. What? Keep throwing I keep scrolling Facebook because that is better than paying to read that article.
0: Well, I mean, you know, two, two, two gotta... parts
2: down, hold on. I get two posts down and the Maslin Tiger Booster Club's website has a recap article about the scrimmage. I click on that perfectly free. I go on, I read the whole thing that happened at the thoroughly scrimmage. Thoroughly in depth. A little bit more in depth, and uh, I feel like I got a decent recap of how the scrimmage went, but for yeah. free. Well, yeah. you
0: know, you gotta you gotta have these payment kind of things. Journalism is failing, and uh, you know, paper paper newspapers it's it's kind of becoming a thing in the past. But these reporters, Chris Ishling, he's got to get some money somehow. He's he's got a new haircut. <laughs> he's got to pay for it. <laughs> Uh, or excuse me, not a haircut. It looks like some hair growth.
1: Hair style, you style. know,
0: looks oh, go good. It looks good to me. I mean, he's not bald anymore. Is what I'm pointing out here. So we're gonna start,
2: we're gonna start charging to uh, listen to this podcast. Get a little Patreon going. Can we give an XR? <laughs> pa- follow us on Patreon?
1: <laughs> yeah, five bucks a month get you unedited content. I Black promise you, we are not for, expensive. For a hundred bucks, you could be on the podcast.
2: For a hundred bucks, you could have the whole operation. <laughs>
1: No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, that was just me poking fun at Chris.
0: I guess I don't know.
2: So, did you have anything to talk about with the Saint X scrimmage?
0: Well, we can go back to the Avon scrimmage. Okay. From what I've heard, I did not watch that. Yes, uh, I heard it was pretty evenly matched. You know, Avon's a good, well-coached program, and I think that's a good scrimmage for us to have in every year. And uh, it sounds like we did all right. Almost end up in the final four every year, like like mm-hmm. us. I think. Yeah. So with. Uh... <clears throat> <laughs> With the Saint, I mean, I watched the Saint X scrimmage. Yeah, your,
1: I, I, I didn't get to see I it. I listened to it. I didn't see it though. Oh, where does it cut all this out? No, we're not.
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it for the Avon scrimmage. I remember reading that just that's Avon had absolutely no ability to run on us. That's um, good to hear. That's what I mean. That's what I read. I didn't watch it, but the one it. thing I saw is that they just absolutely could not run on us. Couldn't gain a yard. I think there was a few breakdowns in coverage that we had, but they weren't able to exploit them. So
0: we looked good in coverage. versus they X. only
2: they only scored a field goal on us like all day, Avon. So uh, I think that was a pretty good scrimmage for us. Looked good. The Saint X one, I read about it, but I know it got cut short.
0: Yeah, I watched that full scrimmage. You know, shout out Saint X. They uh they have a Boxcast free live stream, and they live streamed the scrimmage uh, using their Boxcast. It's at espx. That's kind of cool. Yeah, like ESPN, but Uh with the X. And I'll tell you what, of all the high school, you know, teleproduction programs I have seen, that was probably one of the most professional I've ever seen. You know, the the commentators knew the sport of football. Uh, They spoke better than I'm speaking. Um, And the camera angles were good. The graphics were good, you know. Uh, But – other than that, actually, you know, watching the game, uh, they did not – it wasn't a very long scrimmage at all. I, I think – I could be wrong. It was only two position possessions for each team. Yep. Uh, and this, the final score was 3-3. Three to three. Uh, We had trouble moving the ball. Uh, we got a couple uh, screens, I believe, that worked. But other than that, the past game, we didn't complete much. If Trial anything. had a nice run. Trell had a nice run. I was talking about the past game. Trell had a, a, a one real nice run. Uh, but other than that, we couldn't run the ball real well, in my opinion. But uh, St. X brought back 17 out of 21 starters from a state championship team last year that absolutely beat the hell out of Pick Central, I believe. I think it was like 45 to 3 or something. I mean, so it was, was bad. We can look that up. You more. know. It, to be able to finish 3-3 three to three with them is, is impressive, I think. Uh, you know, Hank always likes to bring in the, you know, formations. I, I believe St. X was running a 3-3 stack. Looked like it. It looked like it to me, but.
1: Uh, I can tell what a 3-3 looks like. They had can three you, down can linemen. You draw it? Yeah, <laughs> I can. <laughs>
0: well, they had three down linemen and three <laughs> linebackers, and usually, according to Hank, we're able to run on teams like that. You know, and, and I know it's just a scrimmage. It's what he says, yeah. It's just a scrimmage, so who knows what it what it really can show you about how, how well we could move. But I, I thought offensively we scr- struggled at times. Defensively, uh, they moved the ball on us at first. We stiffened up and held them to three, and then... One
1: more, Jim. He's, he's drawing. He's trying to draw a 3-3 stick. That's the closest thing that to That looks like a 4-3 to me. Uh, yeah, 4-3 okay. overhangs. overhang. Okay. Um, Point being is we...
0: Yeah, go ahead. You know, it could have been worse. Yeah. Uh I think a 3-3 score looks really good on paper against a team like St. X, but it was cut short and it was hot and they di- it wasn't a long scrimmage. So it didn't show a whole lot, um, and
2: I'll just leave it at that. Okay. So looking forward to the season, unless we have anything else from off-season scrimmage, seven-on-seven, seven, stuff like that. No. Nothing. Okay. Do you guys want to touch on the roster a little bit more? Or do we just want to kind of go into the schedule? Schedule. Cool. schedule.
1: Yeah, I I don't know the roster well enough to speak okay. about it
0: at in length. Yeah, I mean, we can so. talk a little bit about the main guys, but okay. we I, I think schedule probably.
2: Let's uh, jump right on to the schedule then. So we'll skip over week one, of course, because we'll yeah. spend a little bit more time on that. But you know, just looking forward, if you want to, Jimmy, if you want to pull that up, I'm again. The, we have, have talk uh, for
1: a little bit. I gotta find it again. No, he has yeah, uh, uh, okay. literally in, in front. Cody's of it. got it. See, we're we're at you Oak, can't even look at up. Sorry, it. not at Glen Oak. At week Paul two. Brown Week Two, mm-hmm. um, traditionally has been a pretty strong opponent. Last couple of years, it started to ca- kind of fall away from that. Is Scott Garcia, their coach
2: again. No, he is just no, he the athletic down.
1: director. I think is if he's still we, AD.
2: We already got it. I think he's still the AD. Uh, he stepped down as coach, I believe. I thought he,
1: he came back. I thought. He I think that was court. last year. I
2: think they brought in a guy from Jackson. What's the old guy from Jackson? Yeah, that's what um, I thought was their new coach. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, so sure. for a while there, they were a pretty good opponent for us. They've they rehired
1: Scott Kersey as head coach. When? That's what I thought.
2: Oh, good for him. Okay, well, he's the one that did it. Former master. <laughs> he okay. rehired himself. I mean, the, um, that's board. I'm bored at luck Okay. it...
1: All right. Anyway, you Klannok know, no, 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 suggested himself no, to the board. Works, yeah. Plano, okay, so cool.
2: they've <laughs> been a stepping down there for a while. Uh, I don't think they've beaten Ohio school in like years. two years, three years, or something. <laughs> you know, they
0: got uh, a ton of kids to Robbie's, and they went. You know, Robbie's yeah, point it's, it's earlier. A huge, school. huge
1: school, one oh. zero and eight, and got blown out by Saint Ed's by forty-two to zip. We share a loss with the same team.
2: <laughs> there it is. Uh, but yeah, they they haven't been doing very well the last couple of years. Uh, I mentioned that I was kind of upset that they kind of skipped out on us last year mm-hmm. when all the seasons when all the schedules got shortened. It didn't surprise us that a federal league school would drop us because you would think they'd have to schedule all federal league schools. Right. But they dropped us, and then they played a non-federal league school week two instead of us. So they really just dropped us to drop us. Uh, so I mean that wasn't very cool of them, but. I don't know. Maybe they'll be a little bit better this year. Still not great, I can imagine. I
1: would say it can't be worse. but Not going to be worse than they were the last couple of years. You never know. <laughs> no idea what to expect from them week two. Moving on, week three, Reynoldsburg. Don't believe we have ever played Reynoldsburg before. You'd be so correct. It was one time in the past. Um, don't know, I'll be honest, I don't know anything about them besides where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball school. Basketball what school, I know. yes. They got beat last year by uh, Pickerington Central. Did they? Well, it was yeah, like, like to thirteen. Pretty sure everybody else got beat by Pick Central last year too. Hey, they so, did better than uh, Oh yeah,
0: better than I, or yeah, they did better than a lot of teams did against Pick Central. Uh-huh. They did. Yeah, yeah. they lost forty-four
1: um, uh, to three to Saint X. Okay, close enough. Yeah, I, I don't know too much about Reynoldsburg. Um, I'm sure it's you know they're they're a fine football team. Excited to have them in the Mass in week three. Moving on, week four at Molinekomp at Warren. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditional rival, I think it's the second or third longest series uh, Maslin's had behind McKinley and maybe second one other school. Thank you, sir. Um, always fun to go up to Warren, get some Buena Vista chicken. Yep. Yeah, that um, chicken's good. And Dom Wedgwood. Dom Foster, I believe, just accepted an offer to Syracuse in the last day or two, their quarterback. Uh, quarterback slash do-it-all kind of guy. Yeah. Um, they have their best athlete at quarterback? Best athlete. But also, he, like he can throw the rock. Yeah. Um, returning three starters on offense and five on defense. Yeah, that so, might be a that might be a, a game. Yep. And yeah, they and always play as well.
2: That's the thing about Warren. You know, they always have athletes, even on their down years. You know, they could break one loose at any time, score a long touchdown on you. Uh, they're going to be tough. They're going to be scrappy. Uh, the one thing I like, I like going to their stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, besides, you know, the pizza, the chicken, but <laughs> it's I, a nice stadium. I like how yeah. the stadium's set up. I like how the lights shine down on the field, but not the bleachers whatsoever. Yes. So it's completely pitch black in the stands and then the field is lit up i thought i just think it's so cool i not by design i'm sure but i like how just dark it is in the stands and all everything's focused right on the field it's just it's a fun little environment um next after that week five back at home
1: uh week one opponent from last year st ed's coming back in i think it was like a 26 25 or 24 23 game last year uh they just edged us out but, again, you know, St. Ed's perennial power in the state of Ohio. Uh, excited to have them back again. It's always good to have, you know, a great team right in the middle of your schedule. I love St. Ed's and St. Uh, Ignatius being on our schedule. Yeah. I love it.
2: Both returning their quarterbacks from last year.
1: Sure. Not too much to say. Ed's is always a good game. Tough it's always game. a toss-up. It's we'll, we'll see what happens when we get to that point in the season. Uh, week 6, away at Town Fitch. Hey, I'm um, telling you, they're going to be good eventually.
2: It's a nice. <laughs> they gotta get back. They're a nice scrappy team. You know they usually don't have the size or the athletes to compete, against. except for that.
0: Like remember they they had size like one year. Mm-hmm. The, they had that one
1: big player that went to Ohio State. Billy Price. Billy Price. Billy Price. Yeah, yeah. a while ago then. But yeah, yeah it was two thousand. I mean, then they have
2: years where they have a hundred and seventy pound center that pulls sideline to sideline, and I love that kid. <laughs> You don't see a cent. You don't see a center going sideline to sideline very often. But you know it's a scrappy team. They're coached well. Um, they do really good for what they have. They usually run things a little bit different than other teams do. It, it's a it's a fun team to play, and uh, they're going to get wins against the teams that aren't really disciplined or just completely overpowering for them. And I think it's a it's a good team to play. Uh, going on for that
1: back home week seven, we have Euclid coming into Maslin. Ooh. Um, can we get I'll, that I'll game argue at... one of the top three stadiums in the state of Ohio I was just going to say, can uh, we, can we say go up there? Paul in Brown, the pit go. down at Elder, and Euclid Yeah, Euclid's in the stadium Probably the three coolest stadiums in the state Is <laughs> that the one that's in like the bowl? Correct, it's like a horseshoe Yeah, yeah it's three sides and the Brand other one's opened one. um, Don't know a ton about Euclid, about the team I know they always put together good squads they lost, I have a story don't. about Euclid Oh, go ahead then
2: Were they
0: the ones that fought us? Well, they didn't fight us. We were locked in the freshman dorms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. We were at the Throwback. Is it Thursday? No, this is a Wednesday. Throwback Wednesday. We were a freshman in high school at this time So uh, at the Mount Union camp. We used to do the Mount Union camp every year. So you guys probably don't give a shit. But uh, we were at that camp, and the varsity had been doing seven on sevens. Yeah. And after the seven on sevens, uh, occurred. This was when we had Justin Turner, his, was, senior, his senior, his senior year. year. Um, uh, we're we're up in you know the dorms where the freshmen were while they were doing the varsity seven on sevens, and we see a fight break out.
1: No, they and, came to our dorm.
0: It, it, well, yeah, you know we we could see
2: it from our dorm, so it was a it was like on the right outside the dorm. Yeah, they came to our they, dorm looking for a fight. Yeah, they they approached us and our dorm, not us, as in me. And, and personally, they got but the team. They yeah, they came over to our dorm because you remember how we sat on like the wall yeah, right outside, yeah, yeah. like right before we went to practice. It was like right by there. Yeah, that they came and met us there and it turned into a humongous fight. And when um, I when I say a fight, crap, it was it was a fight. Two football teams, Masculine and Euclid. And you know, fighting, no no yeah.
0: pads on. I'm talking fist fight here.
2: Not <laughs> on a field, not during practice, just in between activities, <laughs> i tell you up, what. Some of those dinner.
0: Euclid boys were—they were throwing some. They were throwing some haymakers. <laughs> I saw a couple likes. Maslin dudes get boomed that day, yeah. taken to the twelfth, as uh, we used to say. Yeah,
2: so I remember uh, probably the only one positive thing that I remember about Jason Hall was. <laughs> was <laughs> What was that Maybe right? Because this thing. was his this was his first year. Uh, oh yeah, it was his first year. He hasn't even got to his second. His second,
1: year. second, yeah.
2: second year. Yep. I thought that was like the whole big point of his article was that it was year. First- no. Because remember, yeah, whatever. Point is, oh nine. Oh no, that
1: was his freshman. Yeah, we were freshmen. It was his first year. No, it was his That's second, second year. year. Okay, we were. Stacy left in 07. oh seven. Okay, you're right then. one when 09. Okay,
2: so after it happened, I remember reading in the paper <laughs> that they asked him about it. And he was like, kind of happy that it happened. <laughs> he was like, he's like, at least I know that my kids will never back down from a fight. Well, hey, they might not have
0: backed down, but if some of them, a few of them, got their ass beat. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But hey, there's some people that, let's say, weren't players at the time breaking it up. I'll use the term breaking it up very loosely here. Yeah, and they were breaking it up on some of them pretty hard. And you, you got you know who these people are, and they were. You know, the one's
2: no longer here. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, okay. I do are you talking about. I don't, Who, who are, are you talking, talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, mm. yeah. mm-hmm. Huh. Nonetheless. All right. So anyway, that was
1: the Euclid, Euclid, that was the Euclid excited story. for Week Seven here. Yeah. Paul Brown. Yeah,
0: hopefully, we beat him to to
1: make <laughs> up for that ass beat he gave
0: us outside of Mount Union.
1: <laughs> uh, it's only about a decade. Let's make up for it. Um, Week Eight. Uh, opponent we've had once in the past here, uh, Canisius out of Buffalo, New York. Ooh, oh. believe we played them in twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. That was a little barn burn. burn. It's been four years ago now. Yes. Shame. Forty nine to thirty five. I were. remember they traveled really, really well for that game too. So fingers crossed, their fans come back. It'll be exciting. Don't know too much about them, uh, personnel wise, school wise, what the team looks like compared to the year that they came in twenty seventeen. That's but, um, a powerhouse in, in in New York. Yeah, and it's you know parochial school, private
0: school, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a, that was a
1: good that was a fun game, but we lost. So hopefully we get some revenge on them. Hopefully, I, I like to see you know it, there's a word for you know or something for teams coming from out of state. Yeah, we beat them by I don't know what was it ninety five or whatever it was. <laughs> But there, there's a whole other thing for teams coming from out of state, giving us a hell of a game, giving us some excitement. Coming to Paul Brown, seeing what it's all about. Um, so fingers crossed, they come back, they travel well, bring a bunch of their fans, and oh. we have a good football game in this year. Little uh, tidbit on them, yeah. Go ahead. They didn't have a season last year. Oh, New York, canceled yeah. football. Didn't have a, did not field a team in 2020. Uh, moving on, week nine Everybody at, have some at home. Mm. Uh, we have Worcester. Ooh, um, the fun season. They got We got some good games on the schedule. The only... You know, I know Worcester. They, they put together good squads. The biggest memory I have of Worcester is playing Ashland in a playoff game out there. That Very cool. Good, game. I, I think I Real froze cold. to death. Yeah, um, that was fun. Got thawed out in Rob's
2: car on the way home. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah so Worcester, the one thing worth mentioning, I'm glad they're still on the schedule. Right now. that was a team that dropped out last year against us, and they had the opportunity to not fulfill their contract with us, but... They decided to come back this year. So, uh, good for them. Don't know much about them, but, you know, obviously they scheduled this with us after we already had some sustained success. So we haven't played them since, what did he say, 1930. 1933. 1933 was the last time we played Worcester. We beat to, me, 50, ma- so, so, to me, it's an ideal yeah. matchup. To me, it's an ideal matchup. I think the one thing to look for is when, Local teams, local enough teams mm-hmm. are willing to play us after not playing us for a while. It usually means they have some confidence going into it. So, if nothing else, that's the one thing that I take away. Without knowing them at all, I can't imagine they would schedule us after an 80 year hiatus if they didn't think they had a pretty decent team coming up. That's my
0: right now, that is my pick for largest crowd at Paul Brown. Is is the Worcester maslin game because I think Worcester will bring fans. Yeah, hope yeah. they
1: bring Coachy's Pizza. They, I like that. They have good pizza out there. I'm yeah. I'm looking at it here. I mean, for our home games with teams that are quote unquote close enough, really don't have any. I mean, yeah, Columbus, Oak. You Gl- Glen Oak, but if they're not enthused, they're not going to come. Eds brings a good contingent. Euclid, who knows? Canisius, they travel well for being from out of state. But yeah, no, I agree. Probably Worcester's our biggest game. I think that's a safe bet. Big, biggest, biggest big, crowd. Biggest crowd for a game of all around this year. Then we got Week Ten. We already know what it is. Uh, no need to dive too far into that today. Yeah, um, we'll spend a week <laughs> ad nauseum about that game. But obviously, we're all excited for uh, what is it, October twentieth, mm-hmm. and we talked about McKinney's over there in the the issues. Hall of Fame Stadium. So
2: yeah, so that's our regular season right there. Uh, when it comes to the playoffs, I think it's a little bit different format this year. Is that right, Jim?
1: Yeah, but I couldn't tell you. It's, slight, is what it's it is so it's yet, slightly
2: but... different. I think expanded playoffs. They have buys again. Uh, I think the one thing worth noting is that we're we're still in the Columbus region, right? Yes. Okay. We're, region seven. So we're still in the same region, uh, and the playoffs are a little bit expanded, we believe, this year. But
1: it was supposed to be 10? 12 or sixteen. It was originally sure. supposed to be ten, and I think they moved it to twelve.
2: Okay. Sure. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about our week one matchup what do you guys what do you guys know?
0: They're big, they're fast, they're real big <laughs> they have talent, they're perennial powerhouse mm-hmm. um I think Columbus, as Columbus grows is gonna become an area where you start hearing uh, about i mean you already are, but more I would say. You'll hear about it more than you have. Columbus is going to become an area where it's rich in football tradition and winning, uh, kind of like how Cincinnati had the Molars and the mm-hmm. X, X. Coleraine.
2: You had the Stark County, you had the Cleveland, you had the Cincinnati.
0: I think Columbus is going to become that next area of football. They're just The population's growing so much. The schools are huge down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and – uh, Pick Central right now is probably the the best Columbus school from what I know. You know, yeah. That.
2: Well, I think Jim, you've you've got it somewhere, right? They they've been to the state championship how many times the last couple of years? Uh, they're sustained success over the last four, five, six years. Over the is last, pretty amazing for a D one school.
1: Yeah. Over the last five years, they're sixty two and eight. Uh, they have five appearances um, in the playoffs, state titles in 17-19, and they were runner up in twenty. Um kind of talking about their their personnel going left to right across the offensive line. We talked about how big, you know, they're big and fast. But looking at their offensive line, we go six four three twenty, six three three fifteen. Their smallest guy is 5'11", 275 and then we go inside at six five two eighty, and then back outside at six four three hundred. Um, all upperclassmen, all with previous experience playing at Pick Central. Other than
0: uh, Khalil Walker.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, that's right. The uh, Who is 6'5,
0: 280, uh, from, transferred the, from, from McKinley.
1: Canton McKinley. Yeah. And uh,
0: to note, it's my. I heard from some people that uh, he had attempted to come to Maslin first. For whatever reason, that did not work out. And uh, he went to Pick Central as a result. And he's, he's a big boy He's going to start from on the offensive line It sounds like And he fits right in Like you said You know six four Almost across the board
1: It's going to be one hell of a bus ride For him to get down there I cannot imagine You <laughs> had not taken a bus from Canton To pick central every day No Holy shit of, uh, um,
2: So I, the one thing that I was really impressed with Obviously they're a really big line um, mm-hmm. Huge It's not the first time that we've seen a line That's humongous uh, but the one thing that really impressed me is the size of their tight ends and fullbacks so they have to go <laughs> along with that. Yeah, their tight uh, ends,
1: 65, 64, 63.
2: And they're pretty big too. So yeah, you guys, you all, guys all look at, at their
1: twenty. You guys look at their receivers? They
2: have some good height
1: for receivers. 63 175, 64 205
2: and 62 165. So they got some tall guys, some lengthy guys, I mean across the board. Their best players like Styles kid. Styles yeah, man. he's
1: the division 1 offensive player of the year Where'd his um, was it his brother or his cousin? Brothers
2: at Notre Dame or something. Yeah. His dad. Yeah. And he's the safety who goes like 6'4, 210 and can run. Yeah. So, I mean, they got some players. That's sure. for sure. They're big across the board. They got athletes. The returning D1 offensive player of the year. Uh, I think they got a pretty good defensive end, too, their, as well. Their D so. line is what,
0: out of everything that they bring to the table, their defensive line is what worries me the most. Um, I mean, obviously Styles kid at safety worries me too, but might not be an issue if,
1: if their line gets there first.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean obviously they're they're a good team, they're a tough team, they've had a lot of success lately, so it's gonna be a really tough matchup for us week one. It's gonna be a really big game. Uh so I mean I'm excited for it. We finally get to have fans in the stand again, we get to have tailgating again. Hopefully we'll have a big crowd. Um know, I mean, I'm just hoping that there hasn't been a whole lot of hype that i've been seeing lately Uh, i i know like we didn't have that home scrimmage this year to lead into the season but i'm hoping by time friday comes along everybody's gonna be back on board they're gonna be ready for football they're gonna be ready to go to the games hopefully we have a pretty big crowd get your tickets
1: get out there get there early i feel bad last year's seniors never get to have that true home game masculine experience Mm -hmm. Get out there and support these kids. They're doing it for you know the city of Massillon. They're doing it a for themselves, would be for the city. Get out there, support them, get behind them, and let's go have a good week one against Pick Central.
0: Yeah, and I I hope there's a big crowd. I just I don't know why. I have a feeling it's not going to be as big of a crowd. I don't have any reason for that. It's just I mean I hope I'm wrong. You know, week one usually is a, is a big crowd. It's it's warm out. It's still light out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know.
1: Well, we Tiger hope. fans,
2: go out, prove Matt wrong. Yeah, prove I hope wrong. you do.
1: Um, well, he hope hopes hope you, you do as well. So, yeah, so get out there, support the Tigers, week one.
2: Hopefully, we get a lot of people out there. You know, buy your tickets. You can get them online, buy some extra tickets, give them out to people that are on the fence. Grab a co worker, grab a family member, grab a neighbor, bring them to the game with you.
0: Well, the other thing is that that's a long drive for the Columbus people to come up here. So, that's part of it when I say there's not going to be a big crowd. It's
2: just for yeah. them, that's a long drive. I still think they'll have a pretty good crowd.
0: I think they're showing up.
1: I, yeah. I heard they don't bring big crowds, but I think they show up. That was Central just on route. Any of you guys who hear, prove us wrong. Buy a ticket, come on up. up. Let's go. we am we'll, we'll make sure line. to
2: uh, yeah, we'll make sure to treat you hospitably. Yeah, so that's that's one more thing that I wanted to touch on. Uh wanted to get into a little bit more and it's gonna be our tailgating. In general, everyone's tailgating. Do we
0: wanna talk about like our personnel?
2: A little bit of everything, because you know, as far as we know, there's going to be open tailgating this year. Show up, you know, get your tailgating in. Um, you know, with that, we're going to be doing week one up pretty big. Uh, pretty much an open invite at this point. We're going to have food. That was our big sell. See, I I keep explaining that we did a podcast two days ago, and no one's ever going to get to hear Cody. Sure, what a shame. <laughs> but we went on about the tailgating for quite a while, <laughs> at least twenty um, minutes might have been a little overkill we're probably not gonna but do 20 was, minutes of this time <laughs> oh, no we'll get there but you know so we're gonna be we're gonna be up there we're gonna have our bus. we're gonna have the smoker we're gonna be making food a little bit of music going uh what's on the menu so we're gonna get some pulled pork going jim's gonna do you some doing a pork butt turkey or? legs yes yeah, some pork butt how pork long pork. are you
0: smoking it for
2: so that's the qu- we're we're gonna have you to figure out yet. how long i mean there's obviously a amount well, of time you friday, have to right? do it yeah i'm off are friday, you
0: off too? friday yep you yeah, also Correct. Yeah. Oh God, we're all off Friday. Yeah. yeah so what time we getting there? We're gonna we're gonna get things going uh, about pretty early.
1: 38 o'clock. <laughs> I don't
0: know if I can do all that. Oh well. All I'll right. say but best. I mean, if we're smoking, we need to get there about uh, seven thirty. So I'm saying o'clock. we're
2: correct. We're gonna have to start things early. One we're way, gonna be or rolling nothing, in there with a, a I'll tell you fire what, Box
0: that's already lit. Your guys <laughs> well, smoker. <laughs> it, it looks hot when it's up there on the on the hill yeah. and behind it's Paul Brown because it's like this, you know, it's a legit. So I don't know if anybody doesn't know about their smoker, they build it by hand. They did this, Jim and Rob, <laughs> a little help ourselves. of Joe Aiky, I believe.
1: Joe Aiky helped. He sold
0: he, us. He sold us an air compressor but that they we got turned this, into a smoker. Yeah, so they, got so they got this got an air smoker. Air it's the
1: you know the the box smoker, indirect heat, offset. Shout out it, Midwestern for giving us the medal.
0: And uh,
2: it's a reverse flow. It's a reverse offset. flow. Smoker. And I know
0: you guys are into smoking, that's why I bring it up. Get into the details. They like the juicy details on the smoker.
2: Sixty gallon smoker. Uh offset 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 box.
0: On a trailer, you know, painted. Bolted,
2: bolted to a trailer, offset firebox, chimney on top of it, you know, so the smoke goes all the way through one way, comes back the other. We got a griddle plate down there that acts as a heat diffuser. Also, can have. be used as a griddle. We have burners in yeah. there. We haven't really used the propane burners very much, but Never we have a, we have a we've tested it. But we have a yeah. griddle in there, so you could use it as a flat top. Got the racks, you know. We're gonna be cooking up some meat, and there's gonna be more than we can eat. So we're gonna need a lot of people to show up, come get some food, listen to some music, enjoy some re- uh, some refreshments. We're gonna be there for quite a while. It's gonna be a big game. Let's get into it.
1: I made some I fire. Good. No, go ahead. One or two or ten adult beverages will be consumed. There you go. Not on school property, though. Not on school property. I made some fire roasted salsa the other day. Saw that. Yeah, somebody mentioned that they were going to come for that salsa. My salsa? Yeah, your salsa. I think it was Heck.
2: The nope. first time he mentions this. but Didn't know that. Okay, awesome. Yeah, They, uh, they were going
1: to come to the tailgate
0: because they thought the salsa was coming. Uh, well, I was going to bring it tonight for you guys to try it, and then I was uh-huh. going to make more.
1: Just do it. Yeah, well, go ahead. Make more, anyways. We're not Let's enough people it. there. Well Allegedly, we're the gonna issue. Is I'm potatoes. gonna need a,
0: another device, maybe. Why? Well, I need a charcoal grill.
1: No, we have an entire sixty gallon air compressor.
0: We have the smoker, but I I need. We have a flat top. He He'll needs burn it. He needs direct heat. Much, I need.
2: How much room do you need?
0: Not much, but I need heat.
1: I need it to to char it to char. We'll stick it on a a, a hot dog cooker. And throw it in the firebox.
2: Use the bullet smoker you did sausages on.
1: That's what I'm thinking. Or take my other smoker from my backyard.
0: You know. See, yeah, the roasted salsa came out pretty spicy, and I'm, you know, I like heat, but I was sweating when I ate it. I
2: mean, it's worth. It. I mean, you might as well do it. Why not, right?
0: See? Well, if I roast it, the, the key is I have to roast it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to I have to blend it yeah, I'm gonna roast and then I it. have, I have to. to roast it. So after you get done blending, then you gotta like cool it and chill it.
1: Uh, and I mean, we can do all that. We have the technology. We, we got the generator. We have the technology. We but I'm telling you, what technology. that char
0: on that salsa, yeah. man, it doesn't. I'm telling you. Word on the street, it didn't look very hot, though. Oh, it was hot. I didn't. I only used jalapenos. I was gonna get all kinds of peppers. You want those your... peppers? <laughs> I can. I can. No, pepper no pepper he doesn't want any no. ghost peppers. The okay. ghost peppers
1: no. are no. It's been five <laughs> years in the making. No, is Hank coming? Nah. Yeah. Yeah. He's is, gonna he, be there. Is he free by then? Yes. He's gonna be down by like five o'clock.
2: And yes, I think the opera is still on the table for him to do very bad things to you if you feed him ghost peppers.
0: No ghost peppers in this. Right. I mean, we could do that later, but yeah, sure.
2: on your own time, kid.
1: All right. We'll we'll Maybe we'll roast some
2: sauce. Roast some
1: sauce there. Got salt. some really good barbecue rub. some jalapeno poppers are going on from the man himself do some jalapeno poppers
2: ah you got it from that guy
0: yeah see you know when we don't have much to talk about with football talk about tailgate we'll talk about the tailgate baby we're not bad at it we know what's going to happen there smoking meats now i've had never lost talk about never lost a tailgate you're doing turkey legs and pulled pork
2: Tim wants the turkey legs i'm gonna he really just wants to walk around with an entire turkey leg in his hand so he looks cool well, yeah, like a Viking.
0: You do look pretty cool when you have a turkey leg in your hand. No, it is yeah. cool. I've, I mean, we, we've done <laughs> and then it. Then out, you're doing, I'm kind of, you're doing a I'm doing around with the whole. Life. Yeah, yeah. But a yeah I'm getting ten turkey legs. Pork's are how you doing? Like, I don't know you, if that's enough, but I 10 ten's plenty.
1: Ten's plenty. But my question
0: is, are you doing like a barbecue sauce with it? Or are you just doing a pulled pork? got pulled pork.
1: These are your turkey legs. Don't look at me. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a barbecue on them. Yeah, but what about the pulled pork?
2: All right, so the pork will have a nice rub, too. It's going to be a true barbecue, not just slathered in barbecue sauce. You, know, you got to do it right. you got to put the rub on it, mostly a black pepper. you got to throw some salt on there, a little paprika for color. Uh, it might be some other things. Jim wants to use this pre-made wine, but it's from a reputable guy, so I know it's going to be salt. Black pepper, paprika, except for right. in a in a container that has a different person's name on it. SPG, baby. So we're gonna dump it on there. So it's gonna be a true barbecue. You're gonna get that bark on it. You're gonna get some smoke ring. Smoke ring. After baby. that, when it's shredded, you know, personal preference. I still like to. Out. I still like to put a little dab of barbecue sauce on there. Just to, if nothing else, I think it's just what you're kind of used to. Have so a little bit of top sauce your on there. But
0: pulled pork sandwich. You do a little sauce. You do a pickle, coleslaw. Pickle's great if you have mustard.
2: it. Coleslaw's great if you have it might have to get some pickles uh coleslaw wouldn't be a bad wouldn't be a bad option either
0: yeah it's you know that's a big debate on what you how you construct your pulled pork it's really good pickle that's for sure i i like to pickle it's kind of simple but Mm -hmm. it adds that zing (laughs) that zing it works it
2: works together really well but yeah if you're listening to this come eat some of our food because there's going to be a I don't want to bring home 40 pounds of pulled pork.
1: Okay. I've had
0: your pulled pork before when it's really good, best pulled pork I've ever had. But th- the last time I had pulled pork from both of you, it was salty and disgusting. Well, hey, that's hey, what hey, happens hey, when hey, you hey. let Jim
2: put hey. the rub on.
1: I
0: mean, he I'm talking – I was fire. biting it. And you know how people say, you know, you like something crunchy in there for texture. It
2: you wasn't. know,
0: when you're eating a sandwich or, or you know, just any the, other kind just of food you want texture in your food Mm -hmm. well there was like kosher salt just and i'm rained and i'm
2: like crunching on this meat (laughs) with nothing on it and it's just crunch jim you you have a tendency of putting too much salt on things
1: that's okay it's really not the heart heart association would disagree with that that's okay
2: all right there's there's a final line you know like I, obviously, got to put some salt on there, but you were a little heavy that last time. From my understanding, pork is a salty meat. It is. Yeah, it's it, also it's hard. Pig. It's also hard to oversalt. <laughs> but he found a way.
0: Bro, that stuff was life like, <laughs> finds no. A way. It well, was it's because we used that test. Salt. Yeah, I know. We used that no. test lab salt. <laughs>
2: no, it's not
1: the test lab salt.
2: Yes, it was. No, that well, was out like sand. It came hay. out of a five gallon bucket.
1: He, you know, hey, it's it was got was dirt. Kosher. <laughs> it's got dirt. It was kosher, bro. It's not dirty. <laughs> it was it. a
2: metal screen. As a person, no, that, as was, a,
1: that was the non-screen stuff. I've worked in that test lab. It's not kosher. It was. It wasn't ever touched. It was closed the time entire time.
0: So they sent it to you. Yeah, we didn't use it. So they sent you test material. Now, know. how do you know what they did with it? Yeah, it
1: was a salt company.
0: So they they, could they have took been it out of it. their
1: mind. They put it in a five gallon bucket. We didn't use it. They gave it to me, and I, I put it on, on our work.
2: pork, <laughs> and <then> made <laughs> it made it crust. The
1: pork bucket, bucket. <laughs> entire
2: bucket. And, you know, he the he other, the other
1: brine a pork butt. The, the, the other dry issue is, brine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dry buying pork butt while it's cooking.
0: Hey, you know the issue was is I put mustard,
1: oh, and it just stuck. I figured it was going to run Instead off. Instead of evaporating. Well, you lose a lot of it. <laughs> he didn't lose it The salt nah. disappears. Yeah, and it also it also sat overnight, which kind of didn't help either. That got shit dry. was the saltiest pork <laughs> guy. I
2: had, you know... Like, it was the brisket that got me. Oh, the brisket. The, I forgot about that. The bark was mostly salt. It was Once good. Once you got past the bark, it was good, but the outside was just encrusted in salt. There were some negative reviews here. And there. This is. Just- <laughs>
1: Were, this is like a Yelp. Uh, we're much we're more gonna critical do a, than We're going to do a
2: better job this time. I'll make, yeah. I'll make sure that I put the rub on... You can deal with the turkey legs, all right? I'm going to do oh, no. with the cold pork. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, we're getting a cheese
1: ball. I don't know if Kobe, Cody knows about that. I've right. got some cheese Jen, ball. Jen, Jen's cheese Jen, ball? Jen, bring, bring cheese, cheese ball. ball. Pink <laughs> leg Jen, bring cheese ball. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to that. <laughs> hey, fine. She's proud of
0: her pink leg. And... I'm thinking she might be better at making cheese ball cheese with ball one less
2: leg. No distractions, or
0: <laughs> no. I'm just thinking. I mean, it can't get worse. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> so pretty good. We're not saying it in a bad way. It's good just... cheese ball. It's yeah, good it cheese, cheese ball. It's a great cheese ball.
2: ball. Uh, yeah. But we're gonna have plenty of food. If you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna bring some of your own, bring a couple buns. There's no way we're gonna bring it up. We gotta like vet that.
0: you guys. Like DM us on Twitter if you're just gonna show
2: up. No, I mean, you no, guys you can come. Just, no, you, you can just show up.
1: No vaccination card needed. Yeah, no vaccine mandates.
2: Just show up, eat some food.
1: Oh man! If you wear a mask, it's gotta
0: be orange and black. But if you wear a mask, I'll probably make fun of you. Can't eat our food.
1: (laughs) Well, wearing a mask and eating food is kind of a hard thing. It would be difficult, Jim. I bet you'd find a way. (laughs) Uh, Figure it out. I I might just chew through the mask. We had anything else to talk about? I don't think so. Not really. I mean, we didn't talk about our player personnel, really. Not too. Oh, much. I
2: think we're two. We mentioned the returning starters. Uh, there's a few other big time names that you, you might want to like, talk about a little, little bit, bit. But uh, not so, even have a
1: roster. We gotta get our question in. Yeah,
2: all right. well, let's do that now since it's on the remark of tailgating. Um, our runner and son's question of the week asked it the, the last time. Asked the same question, so Jim already has an answer, but I'll ask you too. Um, what is the single best tailgating food item? Not a concept, not a course, just like a single item. What's the best food for tailgating?
1: Best food for tailgating. I don't know, Matt makes some pretty killer smoked wings Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. on the Mm -hmm. uh, same smoke we just talked about up in the north lot. Smoked wings? I got got a a request request for for that. Smoked wings Matt made.
2: Those are pretty good.
1: I got a request for that. I told people we were smoking, they're like, you gotta make those wings.
2: Yeah, I was thinking about doing wings too. if We found a decent thing of them. Uh, So what I said was... Um, thanks, some type of, uh, I, got it, <laughs> thanks, I was saying like some type of slider, some, uh, uh, it's Easy all about, it's all about hand food for me at a ticket. Yep. I want to just be able to grab something every five minutes back and forth. You know, I don't want to sit down on the plate. So some type of slider doesn't even matter what it is. You know, pulled pork slider, filled cheesesteak slider, you know, you tell me what you want, but some, kind, it's all about the hand food.
1: I, I just got a, an honorable mention coming in from the peanut gallery here tonight, okay. um, Hank's pizza with Kraft American singles on it. Yeah, we, wait, we got into that last time. Too. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a really low Hank's, floor.
2: Hank's homemade pizza.
1: Yeah, Hank's pizza. He puts Kraft American singles. <laughs> homemade, you never, you never noticed? No, this? I didn't ever notice the singles on it. it yeah, it melts good. well. Kraft American oh, yeah. singles on top of that pizza. Like, hey, I'll tell you what, about I six
0: pizza. or seven Bush lights into hey, you. That tastes pretty damn good. It, it, it
1: helps It helps get you back to <laughs>
0: yeah. baseline, that's he, for
2: sure. He always says it's his grandma's homemade secret <laughs> recipe, and I'm like, Hank, I saw you pull out that frozen dough and put Kraft singles on it. And a little he's bit like, sauce. He's like, well, she didn't make the cheese. <laughs> well, no one makes the cheese. Uh, bullshit, somebody
1: does, Jim. Somebody. Oh, yeah, but...
2: <laughs> Hank's answer uh, when we asked him was well, he said hamburger. Yeah. Hamburger is the best tailgate food, and I said that's not something that we've really ever done. We don't really grow up burgers, but it, it could work. I
1: forget, Hot dogs, brats, always good. You know what I'm um, saying.
2: Deep. He said the cheese dip. Is that what you said? No. No.
1: Uh, it was an honorable mention. Uh deep fried iPhones. Deep fried iPhones. Deep That's fried what Jim iPhones. Says. Yes,
2: Jim said the deep fried iPhone is the the Shout out thing to Joe Akey on that one. Dropped an iPhone and a... but mine did
1: mine did fall. it was a funnel cake. The funnel cake. The, mu- the Masson McKinley gave me a funnel cakes. Funnel cakes, nice. That was nice. Four years ago now? At l- yeah. Ooh, sounds yeah. right. It's been wow. four years. Say yeah. th two, two, three. I, I do like four. wings. But
0: I think you made a really good point uh wings are difficult <laughs> to eat at a tailgate i mean they're messy
2: um you, you can grab one at a time grab two at a time the wings are good
1: hell grab six who cares the yeah just go for it get a six pack
2: i just enjoy being able to grab one or two things from the table continue the tailgate and just kind of bounce back and forth i, I don't just sit down with a plate
1: so you said pulled pork sliders
2: he yeah, can do that. He can get, get a All pack right. of Hawaiian rolls or something, slice them in half, dump the pork on, throw the top back on, he can even roast it. Might not throw it that. back in that in there or something, that. but... Dump a,
1: dump an entire thing of pickles on it. Yeah, there you go.
2: A gallon of pickles, Jim. And salt. And salt. <laughs> At least a gallon. Uh, do you have an actual answer, Matt? You said the wings are kind of hard, but what's the best? What's the best? It's our Renner and Son's question of the week. I do like Mama Jen's
0: dip, cheese, cheese, cheese ball, ball, and her and a, salsa dip. Her salsa dip, dip is undefeated. But mm-hmm. I, wings are up there, but I, they're difficult to eat. I, I'm conflicted. Okay. Hey, you bring out these pulled pork sliders, and maybe I have, I'll have an answer.
2: We're gonna have to get the timing right for it, but you know, pulled yeah. pork's got a pretty low four if you don't over salt it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> pretty it was high still floor. good. Got a high four. Yeah, it, it was wasn't. Yeah. Bad. It wasn't bad, but. Gonna be a lot of options, a lot of food up there. Um, supposedly, Hank said he has a picture of me enjoying the best tailgate food ever. I don't remember this, but yeah, I don't. he said I put some of the cheese dip like between two pieces of pizza. Oh, and I remember. Ate that. like a sandwich. Yeah. And he, I guess he has a picture of me doing that. I I don't know, but you're saying it <laughs> happened. Okay. Does it sound right? I mean, it sounds like something I would do. but I don't remember <laughs> it. Um, uh, I don't know. He's, he has a picture of it, supposedly. He said he's going to post it. I hope not. But Heck never brings food. Heck never brings himself.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't got a solid answer yet on him, he's coming or not.
0: He shouldn't even. He should go straight to the tailgate. Why, Why would you go to Dover? To come he said back? go
1: so, straight to Notre Dame game on a Saturday. He's probably going go to go. He's going to Notre Dame. Last I, time I, told him, I don't know. It's not this Saturday. I'm sure some
2: <laughs> He's probably on. going straight to his seat from work. Yeah.
1: That's what he said. He said, I want to watch all pre-game. I'm like, Doors open Man. at six, bud. What are you going to do for an hour? He's like, "Oh, I don't know. I'll figure it out."
2: Oh, whatever. Tailgate's open. We'll get it going. Anything else before we wrap this up?
0: I got nothing. Go Tigers! Go I think Tigers. they I think this is going to be a scrappy team. I think they have they do have talent in a lot of places. I think they're going to be very solid. I think mm-hmm. they will
1: be good. Um, you know, I, I yeah, expect got... to win the region. We, we talked about the schedule earlier. We went through each team briefly. Let me get your knee-jerk reaction. Ten games. What's our record at the end of those ten going into the playoffs? Uh, ten and no. Jim? That's my knee-jerk reaction. Nine and one.
2: Nine and one. Matt? We're good. Seven and three. Seven and three. I
1: might as well go be different and go eight and two.
2: There it is. Um, yeah, I mean, with the team, we've been running the same systems for a while. Defenses been outstanding for the last four or five years straight so we got some new people coming in but a lot of the same systems in place it's not a new scheme for anyone coaches are still coaches here coaches are still yeah. here so you know it's just some new faces but it's nothing that they haven't been practicing for for the last couple of years anyway and we got some stud players out there that you might not be familiar yet Banks. so um campbell more you know we got some names out there we went over the personnel a little bit more in depth the other day hopefully nobody's missing out on that this time but
0: i mean we could
2: you got a couple of names out there that i think i think they're going to show themselves pretty quickly early on in the season so yeah it won't take long we got some guys out there
0: and mcelroy's he's a big guy he's strong as shit at quarterback based on what i've seen he's very strong yeah so that helps things
2: yeah so it's gonna be exciting season Uh, I hope everybody gets excited for it by Friday for the rest of the year. Um, We definitely are. So, with that, go Tigers. Go Tigers. Beat Pick Central, baby. Beat Pick. There it is.
1: Damn. Damn.
0: I'm from with your pick, damn. and everybody knows somebody that knows somebody that
1: knows something about it. And I won't answer now who, what, where, where, why. See, a lot of dudes like, like to act the, the, the fool, now. get on live, but that ain't my style. Know wow. who he gonna get, and what he gonna do. He gonna do? Run up on me if you want to. i damn pressin' this homie. He's done up in front of his mama. I'm up the floor with him, and I keep in the door and let the foe go, go get him. I got fools that'll go get him. That's go the women's fool, and the dude that threaten yeah. yeah. him. Yeah.